0: Hello and welcome to the creative christians chat show i'm brendan conboy the dog in the pod this show is bursting with creative stories ideas and inspiration with a christian perspective so let's get on with the show so welcome back to the creative christians chat show and uh, i've got a a, a friend with me today who i've known since 1986. please welcome to the show 1986 yes robert burr (laughs) he's looking really is it that long (laughs) well hi brendan uh nice to see
1: you in in all live and in, in the pink yeah, yeah, pink is, is my
0: favourite colour. A lot of people don't realise it. suits your complexion. I think I'll do do—I'll <laughs> do a background pink here as well. <laughs> I love your artwork behind you.
1: Yeah, yeah well, I, well I, I swatted up on Zoom and it said you've got to, you've got to create an
0: impression, so I thought I would. <laughs> well, it's a good impression. <laughs> the people listening can't see it though, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK, <fine. laughs> but there's lots of artwork behind you which is great it says that you are a creative person this is the creative christians chat show but um we're going to talk today about accidents and scars yes and uh, you 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 responded to um to one of my newsletters didn't you recently
1: I did yes I, I did you know it, it, it's all it's all been tumbling forth
0: since you lost your mailing list I know and that was an accident I accidentally lost my mailing list <laughs> and so so I I just mailed my mailing list mailed my newsletter out to a few Christian friends and Rob was amongst them so there's accident number one I lost my mailing list and in the latest newsletter by the way if you want to Sign up to my newsletter. It's brendanconboy.co.uk forward slash contact, and you'll get a free book if you do that. A little bit of a plug, shameful plug. Sorry, um, but in my latest newsletter, I, I posted a YouTube video because it's electronic, and uh, and I posted the wrong one. <laughs> That's another accident. I posted the wrong the wrong poem. It was a poem, and the poem's called Scars. And Rob responded to that poem and uh, you actually, can you remember what you actually said, the the title of your email, Rob? Deeply moved. Deeply moved, yeah, yeah. Do you know when I read it, I'm, I'm deeply moved with it as well because, you know, I really felt that God, well, I feel that God gives me all my poetry. Everything that I write, I feel that God gives me. So I'm going to read this just to set up a little bit of context, and then we're going to hear from you about why it, it moved you deeply. And I already know that, but the people listening don't. So oh, uh, this oh is called Scars, and it's, it's a little bit different to the YouTube video because that had music on it and the music was far too loud because it was made by TikTok. But yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> it, it's okay. It, it serves the purpose. This is, this is Scars. Most of us have a scar or a few. I had my first at the age of two. It's true. Accidents, ops and self-infliction, each with a tale of great conviction. My finger received the first incision. I've been stitched up so many times, but still I say, everything is fine. To talk of scars may seem gory, though every scar tells a story. I am alive, give God the glory. Sometimes I make up stories for a laugh. I know it's daft, but we need to have some fun. My dialysis scar is a shot from a gun. My kidney transplant is a shark bite, maybe from a great white it's quite a sight on my right side i've so many scars you'd be surprised though the deepest ones lie deep inside the mental pain that took its strain the mental drain i look for gain the stories of these scars are the goriest by far i tell the truth i will not lie i've struggled and tried often considered suicide glad i'm still alive i survive and i think of those much more deprived there is always someone with more scars than me i know of one nailed on a tree scars on his head from the crown of thorns his sacrifice made me reborn Torture and pain with every lash The scars that ripped the flesh from his back The scars on his hands, feet and side He paid the price, despised and died He conquered death and then did rise New life, a gift for you and me Despite my scars, he set me free Free. Amen. Yeah. So what? That's the poem, Skyrus. So what was it that made you say deeply moved about that?
1: Well, obviously, Brendan, when you lost your mailing list, it suddenly hit home what you do, what you've been facing, and basically you summed all that up in that poem and to be quite honest with you i mean um you know for a long time you say we we've known each other since 1986 for for a long a long long time we weren't in touch at all no. and so i'm playing catch-up and when you lost your mailing list and i sort of caught up with where you were it suddenly hit me, and to, to be quite honest, I mean, the whole gamut of what you've been through, I mean, I got to the point where I got quite emotional about it, um, and, you know, I sent you that timely text when you were just about to go into hospital the next day, and uh, you know, on your most recent visit to the NHS, yeah. you know, you, you, I mean, they should give you air miles, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you know, it it, it sort of hits home. And I wrote I wrote what I did to you in response because obviously there's a, there's 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 my experience of of scars, and there's sort of half a million people in this country with like a facial disfigurement, a disfigurement
0: that the public will be aware of. Half a million. Uh, I, when you get when you told me that. I couldn't believe that, that figure.
1: Well, there are, there are two charities set up to actually deal with that. And, uh, you know, some of those people don't even go outside their of their doors. Yeah. Because they are literally persecuted for being different. Yeah. We're talking about facial disfigurement. Well, uh, yeah. And obviously, you know, a, a loss of limbs and, and things like this, you know, as well. Um, you know, if someone's had a really bad accident, you know, they, they can, they can suffer horrendous inju- injuries. Um, I, I think of the, the guy from Wales, can't remember his name, who was, who was, who was, um, on Sir Galahad when it was bombed. Yeah. Did Simon, you know?
0: Simon yeah. something.
1: On Weston, was it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that is the kind of, um, I mean, that is on the extreme scale, you know, um, but he, he shines forth through that. Yeah. And, you know, his fame has sort of gone to some measure in, in sort of uh, crossing that divide and, mm. and educating people. And of course, people do need educating because, you know, like I said in my email to you, you know, humanity has is, 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 uh, delivered us uh, delivered up. Uh, an estimate or or or, or um, an opinion of what is beauty or what is what makes one handsome, and it's sort of ten to fifteen percent of the population.
0: Mm-hmm. But if
1: if you go back in, I mean, you've 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 looked at my artwork. Yeah. If you go back into art history, I mean, people used to paint portraits of literally everybody, every type, size, and you know, it didn't matter, and they didn't have this stigma that we have today over a certain type of image you know but anyway um, even if you've got a scar I mean obviously the scar is traumatic and the scars that you've had are surgically um, they've been produced through surgery haven't they
0: well, yeah, apart from the emotional scars and the accident scars and the yeah, self-infected yeah. scars. Well,
1: well, you know something? You know something? The, the scar that is produced by a surgical knife is will heal better than something that is an injury. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the scars that we, we talk about that are on the outside, and obviously the ones that you just alluded to on the inside,
0: yeah,
1: which are emotional,
0: yeah, and
1: which, which also have presented a trauma, uh, an instantaneous tra- trauma, a shock to the system. Um. You know, they were a moment in time when, or perhaps a moment in time that was a was an accident. We've been talking about accidents, and and for me, on the fifteenth of July, nineteen seventy-two. I mean, I used to. I used to race um, cycles, you know, just push bikes, but obviously lightweight frames and this kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I'd had a terrible day um, helping my parents decorate their bungalow, and I was heading—I was heading back to Brimsdown on the A four one nine, and uh, unfortunately, there was a there was a nice, uh, well constructed. Saab estate car that was parked outside the valley garage, and I was head down against a headwind, and uh, I was not in the best shape. Like I've been taking medication for hay fever and overdosed on it in those days, because it was a bad. It was a bad day, yeah. and um, for those symptoms, and uh, you know, I, I just literally went straight straight into the back of this estate car yeah. and um, you know, I obviously I knocked myself out and I was well um, there are two things about this <laughs> one, I, I nearly uh, cut the artery in my neck which would have been curtains yeah. but, but my saving grace is the fact that I didn't find out until about 10 years ago that my heart beats very slowly through a lineatrical fault and that probably saved my life that day. Wow. <laughs> they took me to hospital, they stitched me up, took three and a half hours to stitch me up. And How, it, how I, bad were those injuries? Well, uh, right, scar all the way down through through my neck, chopped straight through my face, uh, scars around my, uh, my mouth, they had to stitch. They had to stitch up a permanent smile on, on the right side because all the all the nerves and muscles were chopped through.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and my my dear wife Lucy will say to me, "What are you smiling about?" Because obviously, everything these days they can join nerve to nerve. Yeah. In those yeah. days, they just they just did what they could. She yeah. said, "What are you smiling about?" I said, "I'm not smiling."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I, I I have this terrible, you know. You know, if there's a bereavement situation, I've got to be very careful because my face doesn't <laughs> portray what I'm feeling. You know, um, it's a real problem, anyway. And um, well, there, there you go. But uh, you know, I, also, I'm, I've got um, I've got Viking heritage in my veins, and of course, they used to they used to sort of uh, a few scars. You know, that was your sort of. <laughs> That was your badge, you know. You've 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 been you've been in the fight, man. You know. Yeah. So the, so they used to they used to hold that up as as a as a badge of uh, of um, warriorship, if you can say yeah. that. And uh, so my scars. I mean, I went, I, went, I eventually went to East Grinstead Hospital in Sussex, which is where they used to fix the fighter pilots that were were uh, badly
0: burnt in in the uh, Battle of Britain. When you say eventually, how long did that take? That took 10 years. 10 years. And yeah. how old were you when you had the accident?
1: Uh, I was just turning 17. But
0: a 17-year-old, that's, that that's a time of your life when image is, is really important. Yeah, and, yeah. And for a 17-year-old, that must have been such a, a struggle to live for 10 years with facial disfigurement
1: well um i i didn't um i didn't go on a bus um any form of public transport. I, I used to walk or cycle i just used to avoid the general public because they had to literally slice the skin either side and sort of stitch it together layer upon layer like almost like dovetails on a drawer um and of course, it didn't. It didn't subside. It was swollen and very angry for a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I, I was like this um, object of morbid curiosity, and people would stare. People, people stare today, even though I've got this, this white beard, which you know. It's a beautiful we always,
0: beard.
1: We can always extend for Father Christmas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was horrific. Absolutely horrific. Um, you know, I was just, uh, it was like I, I'd fallen off a cliff. Um, uh, I i couldn't, I couldn't sort it out. I couldn't face anybody. I was just isolated. Self-inflicted injury by my stupidity. Um, I mean, the chief constable came to see me. Um, and he said, you know, we should really be, <laughs> we should really be, uh, charging you. He <laughs> said, you terrified the occupants of a state car. he said, but now I've seen you, he said, I'm not going to charge you. you. You've suffered enough. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was in a terrible state, Brendan. Um, yeah. month on month, uh, I just didn't know what to do with myself so you you
0: weren't a christian then were you
1: no i wasn't no but we had um we had a friend called helen and uh she lodged with my grandmother um she was a district nurse, and she was like family and um she used to come round. it's funny she had a, a, a unique sense of timing when we were preparing a meal on a, on a Saturday evening, she, suddenly the, the, the doorbell would go and it would be Helen. And this was, I, I tell you, what, the timing was perfect. <laughs> it's like she could smell it, the fragrance of the, the real big... <laughs> so obviously she came in and she started witnessing to my dad. So she was a Christian. She was absolutely on fire. She started witnessing yeah. to my dad and he would sort of engage her in conversation and debate, and of course I was listening
0: yeah.
1: and uh, one one day uh, she said would I like to go to this uh, this musical there was a show on in the subscription rooms in Stroud right. and it was it was called Come Together uh, <laughs> uh, written by Jimmy and Carol Owens they used to work with uh, Billy Graham I remember it uh, they, she didn't tell me that bit <laughs> just said it was a musical th- event well uh, I, I i went and she had a nursing friend called Josie and they did a very clever thing because they they opened up not just one seat on the outside but two seats they'd obviously discussed it so I couldn't run away <laughs> <laughs> so i was hemmed I was hemmed in by these two nurses and the uh, the show goes on and at one point there's a break there's a break in that show where everybody comes out and embraces everybody in in the in the audience the whole choir just comes off stage and starts to embrace people can not do it now with covid but basically no. <laughs> starts to and 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 suddenly um I, I was grabbed by these very attractive young ladies, uh, and I, I was saying, "I love you in Jesus' name." Well, well after the third, third very attractive young lady, uh, something started to go. It was, it was a spiritual thing, and I was, I was just, God was touching me, right.
0: um,
1: and um, then there was an altar call, and well. Uh, I put my hand up. I was in for it, you know. (laughs) There was no other way out. You know, I had two nurses on my right. I couldn't get out that way. I could only go up. (laughs) I I could only get saved. And um, my parents were away looking at a house in um, Sussex that they wanted to buy. And so I was was in the bungalow on on my own. And um, when my parents walked in, they were just literally open mouthed. Because the sun that they'd left on the Friday was not the same sun that they came back to on the Sunday. Uh, i tell you, it was just I mean, I was saved to the uttermost. Yeah. Um, So much so in a few weeks' time, in a hall quite close, um, I was asked to go and speak at a youth group. <laughs> and um, I just walked up and I spoke on the love of God.
0: Yeah. What an incredible story. It, it, you met Jesus because you met those nurses, and you met those nurses because you had a life-threatening serious facial disfiguring accident you know we can look at accidents and we can look at scars and disfigurement and we can be really negative about situations like that but your situation has turned around completely in, in a way that I mean here we are trying to describe it in words. But words can't describe what you've experienced, Rob, can they? But
1: but no, but you know, we can we can take the microscopic analysis of one accident in nineteen seventy-two. Yeah. And we can expand it in God's vista. In Matthew five it says blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Well, poor in spirit means crushed. Um, You know, bankrupt spiritually, emotionally. You know, when Jesus spoke those words, he was opening the whole vista of heaven to people that had never ever considered that God could sort of step down into their corner of the vineyard and would meet them on the same, on the basis of a relationship. Hmm. You know, it was the, the people that were godly were the people that were above their status. They were the lowest of the common denominator. They were looking at others who were religious and taking their cues from them but suddenly Jesus started to kick the door open with that Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Blessed are they that mourn. I mean, um, Solomon said, the day of mourning is better than the day of feasting. Why did he say that? Because, you know, in that context, the way you've been, dear Brendan, with all that you've had to face, and me with that little incident, back in 1972, in context of what you've done, had to face, you know, you have a day of mourning. You know, you face things, you have to, you have to square up on the inside, to the person that you are, before the God of heaven, who loves you, to the uttermost, who knows a word before it's upon your lips, a thought before it's even registered in your consciousness he he knows it he's into that intimately entwined and interested in you you know i mean basically you know you know that steel is uh when it's forged it's hammered with great force and the people that prepare like the japanese that prepare swords and knives <laughs> Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, I, I met a guy that made knives, decorative knives in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he made Damascus steel. Damascus yeah. steel. I've,
0: I've recently researched it for a book.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Another accident. And, and Damascus steel is beautiful to look at because basically the the steel that holds an edge is too brittle of its of itself to be used in something that's going to be violently swung about and and used. so it has to have a softer more malleable steel on the core of the blade yeah to support the the very hard steel on the edge so the two the two steels um are are a high like a hybrid and that they, they operate as one it's like the word of god The word of god is is the hammer that breaks the rock and yet it's the sweetness of worship on the other hand the thing that melts your heart and transforms you from the inside out yeah you know um my beloved is mine and i am his because because his banner over me is love yeah
0: you
1: know that's the soft that's the tenderness that's the intimacy and yet you know um kiss the son, lest he be angry with you. Well, how can you possibly imagine that God could be angry with you? But I have this, I have this passion within, as as you do, Brendan, that uh, basically, you know, you cannot live your life. And folks, looking at Brendan with his pink background, this is, this is a man that lives life and orders his days probably more efficiently and more passionately than some of the CEOs of major corporations in this country. He has a passion for what has invested his life with the Zoe life of God, the life of God, as God lives it. And basically, that's what we must live. You know, there are no excuses for being traumatised, for being victims by what we've been discussing. We must transcend that, and we must transcend that by our view of God. Because God is the one that lifts us out of the mire and sets our feet upon a rock and gives us a new song.
0: Absolutely. Amen to that. Rob, we're running out of time, sadly. Uh, I, yep. I could talk to you for, for the whole day. But I know you're off on holiday as well, so you've I thought you're gonna, I you I thought you were going to put the kettle on. <laughs> i'd love to sit down and have a cup of tea with you but we we'll do that another day uh, so i mean we, I'd, I'd love to invite you back on for another for another chat at some point in the future because you're you 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 are an amazingly creative person we've we talked about your artwork behind you but you're also uh, an amazing craftsman with wood and we, we, we i'd love to to invite you back on at some point in the future and chat about how that came about and some of the stories that you've you've have in relation to that because i know you've got some amazing stories but we are out of time and um so so we are so thank you for coming on now uh for this time and sharing that incredible story which brought tears to my eyes and um i'm gonna wipe them away now (laughs) but i'm gonna pray for you before you go and um and i just pray lord now for rob and for his family, Lord, that they will have a good holiday uh, and you'll be with them. And Lord, where, whatever you lead them into, Lord, that you will uh, lead them to places and, and meet people, Lord, that they need to meet and chat to on, on that holiday, Lord. I pray for your protection o- over them, Lord, and I pray for anybody listening to this this message now, this podcast, Lord, that that they would be touched, Lord, in the same way that Rob was touched when he went into that that. That performance have come together with those two nurses and you came and touched him there was people coming off the stage and hugged him but they were just the instruments and you were the one that really hugged him and and uh and introduced yourself to him and i pray lord that people would would see that and hear that in this message that we we we're chatting about here today whatever scars and whatever accidents people have gone through lord i pray that they would They would come to know you through whatever way and whatever means. And I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. For now though, God bless and goodbye.